Thank you for listening to the Tangent Podcast. Tangent Podcast on Facebook. Tangent Takes on Twitter. Wow, I think De'Aaron Fox just hit another three in the A. Anyway, um, let's get into Demarius Thomas real quick. I'm not even bugging. <laughs> it's a full blow-up. Now, I watched the Raiders go down to an unknown commodity named Mullins, and we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> but let's just talk on the punk. Woo! Yo! I'm calling you out by name, dog. Brian. I don't want to hear shit about your Raiders anymore. Cali. The Corey. I don't want to hear anything about your Raiders no more, man. Matter of fact, let's start there, man. Nah, 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 nah. Because all I heard was Raider Nation and this and that and blah, 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 blah. Look. The Raiders, I thought the Bills were the worst team in the league. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Hell, hell no. Is it Gruden? I don't know what it is. It might It might be Gruden. It might be Gruden. But Derek Carr went 16 for 21. That's a great percentage for him, right? 171 yards. Zero touchdowns. And now we have Nick Mullins. Who's Nick Mullins? Who? 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 Hit him with the new day. Who? 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 Man, Buddy went off. He's 16 for 22. A little bit better. 262 yards. A little bit better. Three touchdowns. A little bit better. You know how many uh, Derek Carr had? Zero. Why is A.J. McCarron even getting reps in a pro game? You know what? I'm sorry. Let me let me take that back. Because I'll take AJ McCarron over Case Keenum. But that was the other day. And just today. <sighs> Doug Martin is your leading rusher. 49 yards. Good for Doug Martin, man. I'm glad he got out of Tampa Bay, got back from the knee injury, got back from everything. I'm I'm glad. I'm ha- I'm happy for Doug Martin. Doug Martin, you play for a horrible team. (laughs) I thought the Broncos were bad. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. The Raiders. And you're paying this man $100 million? Good for y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't fire him. You cannot fire John Gruden. The Broncos? Oh, they going to fire Vance Joseph. They going to do that. (laughs) You can cap that right now. Cap, cap. You can cap that immediately. There's no way that they're keeping Vance Joseph after this year. And I don't know who's going to fire Elway. Like I said, he ain't going to fire himself. The Raiders are horrible. But let's get back to this rookie, man. I don't even know who this kid is. This kid, this kid right here <laughs> came out of absolutely nowhere. Out of necessity. Beathard's hurt. Garoppolo's hurt. And now here this guy come. Out of Southern Mississippi. Who are you? You know what I'm saying? A rookie out of Southern Mississippi. Making his debut on national TV. Against the Raiders. Yes, the Raiders are a soft landing right now. There's no doubt about that. But wow. 
Good for him, man. And the 49ers really aren't that bad. It's just you're not going to win that division, obviously, with the Rams in it. And you're not going to make the playoffs because, obviously, you're not good enough. But good, this is a good story, man. I really like this story. I really like it. Um, Let's get to Denver blowing up their team completely. When you trade your best offensive player to the team you're about to play, yeah, you're giving up on the season. And that's what's happening right now. Not only do you trade Demarius Thomas, one of the best receivers in Bronco history, but you trade him to the Texans, who you're about to play. You don't think Demarius Thomas is about to go for a bill, at least? It's going to be like practice for him. Because I go against the ones all the time. Now I'm about to go against the ones for real. What? Look, man. Okay, John. Jonathan Elway. I've never called you Jonathan Elway before, but... Jonathan Elway. Okay. Okay, John. Hmm. I'm not happy about this trade. And then, what did you get back? A fourth rounder? Are you telling me that whatever fourth rounder you get is going to be worth Demarius Thomas's production? You're not going to tell me that because you're a story. Don't do that, man. What's going on, man? Just say it. Just say you're rebuilding. Just say it out loud. And say it. Just say it. But you're saying it through your actions. You said it with Case Keenum. And now you said it with this trade. It's not like you don't have pieces. Chubb is coming around on the defensive end. We already have Von Miller. Emmanuel Sanders is one of the best receivers in the league. But, I mean, come on, man. What's going on? <laughs> this is a blow-up situation. It's a rebuild situation. Now, we're not the Raiders. <laughs> let's, not, let's not trip. <laughs> we're not the Raiders and we're not the Giants. Those, those teams are horrible. Those teams are absolute... Whoa. <laughs> I'm not there yet. But I'm probably going to be there by the end of the season, man. Because they don't got it. They don't got the game plan. And now, you really don't have... You, you, you didn't have the offensive personnel because of the quarterback. Now you really don't have the offensive personnel. You really don't now. I'm looking at a kid go bananas for 262 against the Raiders. Can Case Keenum do that? It's a rookie. It's their third string. And he's coming out here going bonkers. Oh, here's a question for y'all. Since everyone who listens here is a sports fan or a sportsologist of some sort. Name me one receiver from the 49ers. This dude went for 262 last night. And three touchdowns. You name me one receiver. This dude had Demarius Thomas. You know what? I need to get off of that. I need to get off Case Keenum. I do. I really I really do. I really do. But Case Keenum wasn't even doing that. And then you trade half of his damn production? Come on. I get it. Because Demarius, I mean, 
three catches for 30 yards, what is he really doing? He's not doing a damn thing because we don't have a quarterback. Now, the Texans have the best receiving duo in the game. If Will Fuller was healthy, oh my God, they're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Deshaun Watson is no joke. Deshaun Watson plays through bruised lungs. Deshaun Watson does not to be played with. And he is two times the quarterback that the Broncos got. And let's talk about Derek Carr for a second, man. What happened? I know what happened. Look, sidebar. I know what happened. Derek Carr has not been the same since the back injury. Once you hurt your back, it's rough. I used to shovel beer, right? And when my back hurt, my back was horrible all day. This man is getting hit by 300-pound men. So, yeah, your back going to hurt. But now you're even getting hurt by the play calling. You're getting hurt by everything. Because the Raiders aren't about the team. The Raiders are about John Gruden. John Gruden is the biggest personality on that franchise. It's a problem. They're horrible. And a Raiders fan could probably tell me better. But from the outside looking in, and I look in a lot because they're in my division. And they're the... They're not the chief rival. I'm not going to trip. The, they're... they're the Broncos are better. But, wow. That performance last night, in 60 minutes of football, you can only muster three points? Three! That's so bad. So bad. It's so bad. And I'm not, I'm not trying to laugh about it. But all I heard before the season was rated this, rated that. Rate of this, rate of that. Look, maybe in Vegas, man. Maybe in Vegas they'll be a little bit better. But, I mean, Oakland, Vegas, I mean, okay. <laughs> they won't, they'll be a little bit less distracted in Vegas, right? Fuck out of here. <sighs> the Broncos are rebuilding, period. Vance Joseph is gone, period. The, the other shoe hasn't dropped on Clayton Kershaw. Or Dave Roberts yet, but both of them are probably gone. I'm recording this at uh, 10 a.m. on Friday, uh, November 2nd. Dog, Clayton Kershaw has till noon to make a decision to opt in or opt out. I think he's opting out. And Dave Roberts? Dude, I think they're getting rid of you. I, I said it the other day. I think they're getting rid of you. But when, when, when it's time for something to get blown up, the Broncos are getting blown up. The Raiders are getting blown up. The Raiders started blowing it up when they traded the best defensive player in the game. Besides Von Miller. Besides Von Miller. People say J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt doesn't stay on the field enough. Von Miller's there constant. Khalil Mack, he's there constant. You trade that guy? Then you trade Amari Cooper? Y'all rebuilding. Got it. We trade Demarius Thomas? We rebuilding. Got it. We ain't catching them Chiefs. We ain't catching them Chargers. Not this year. Got it. 
You need to get rid of Case Keenum. Whew. Done. Said. Boom. Who you replace him with? Already, already laid out some names from college. And we'll see how the free agency goes. Case Keenum does not need to play that second year of that contract. He does not need to play in a Bronco uniform. I want Derek Carr more than I want Case Keenum. Matter of fact, let me think of let me think of what quarterback I don't want besides Case Keenum that's starting. Up next on the Tangent Podcast, we're going to talk about these Hawks. Wow. Uh, first Cleveland blowing them out, dropping 136. And then last night, De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> he went bonkers in the A. Went bonkers. And we're going to get into that game in a second. This is the Tangent Podcast on Tangent Media. Darren Fox just hit another three. Yo, the Hawks' defense is trash. To give up that many points in Cleveland the other night, and then to give up 146? You got blown up by 30 at home. So now we need to start thinking about things, all right? Number one, De'Aaron Fox went for a triple-double. 31, 15, and 10. All right. They had many people on him. Trey Young needs to stop turning the ball over. Trey Young needs to stop missing threes. I think they'll be fine. I still think they'll squeak into the playoffs. But wow. And let's not let's not take away from the Kings' performance. Bagley looked good. Kali Stein looked good. They look fine. They look like they're actually a playoff team. They look like a playoff team. And that's weird to say about the Kings nowadays. You can't get blown up by 30 at State Farm or Phillips or whatever the hell it is right now. You can't do it. Everyone's snapping, man. Buddy Heal going off for 27. Anyone going to guard him? 15 assists? From De'Aaron Fox, and please, do not trip. If you want to go and see De'Aaron Fox in full bloom, look at his Ball is Life video. There, there, are, a few, there are a few cats in the, in the league right now that have Ball of Life videos. I promise you, if you go watch those, you will understand the level of skill these people have. De'Aaron Fox, my man Blakely in Chicago, uh, Dennis Smith Jr., please, Ball is Life Go look them up. Ball is life and put one of them names in there. But De'Aaron Fox, pfft, he's nuts. He's he's always been nuts. He was nuts in Kentucky. So I'm not tripping about him having a triple-double. I'm not. The Hawks aren't playing defense, man. Colin Sexton just went to work. And Trey Young ate Colin Sexton in college. It was back and forth. Alabama won the game over Oklahoma, but... Trey didn't care. Trey didn't care that night. Think about the Hawks. They have a solid, decent base, man. 
I like having Vince Carter there just to, you know what I'm saying, play a little 16 minutes, calm down the boys, you know what I'm saying. Torian Prince, I like. Alex Lynn, he's going to try for every block and get dunked on, which is, I mean, that's that's what Hawk centers do. They get dunked on. Muscala, last year with Dwight Howard, dunked on. Uh, Matumbo, Jordan, dunked on. Matumbo got dunked on more than probably, wow. I mean, besides Pal Gasol and Mozgov, I mean, really, who's got dunked on more than, oh, Patrick Ewing. Yeah, Patrick Ewing got dunked on a lot, too. But, anyway, then you have Kent Bazemore. If, if, and I already said this. If Kent Bazemore is the guy, you don't have a guy. The bench? Wow. Everything that the Hawks can do, I'm just glad they're in the East. It looks bad right now, man. But Vince Carter needs to start. Torian Prince needs to start. Yes, Trey needs to start, obviously. Kent needs to start. At center, I would go back to Deadman. I'm I'm just saying, Deadman's going to give you a little bit more. A little bit more uh, action. But I like Lynn. I like both of them. I like Muscala last year. But the Hawks are bad. Looking at the Eastern Conference, <sighs> everyone seems to be a little bit better, but the Hawks aren't. Brooklyn seems to be a little bit better. Detroit's a lot better. A lot better. Trust me. I got Blake on my fantasy team. They're a lot better. They got Reggie Jackson back. A lot better. And then there's the Hawks. Rookie coach. Um, the renovation on the stadium. I mean, it's just... I feel like they can still do it, though. I'm just being positive. Like, this is my team as well. Hawks, Braves, Broncos. That's... that's Those are my teams. Arsenal. In, in English Premier League. United, obviously. Oh, we need to get into United as well. Ooh, I almost missed United. How did I almost miss United? Okay. I'm glad I said that. I'm not, I'm glad I'm glad I went there. All right. But they'll make the playoffs. I was saying that about the Braves last year. Once they got a little bit in. I'm like, wow, this team is actually entertaining and good. Wow. And then people are telling me, oh, once they bring Acuna up. I'm like, okay, let me look at Acuna. I looked at Acuna and Gwinnett. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. And then when he came up, like, oh, they're, they're going to the playoffs. I need that person to step up. And I don't see it on the bench. It's going to be Dorsey. Now, Herder. Herder is a good player. They're not giving him many minutes. They gave him one minute last night. Why? We're down 30. Why? Once you're down 30, play him. Play everybody. There's no reason for him to get one point. I mean, I'm sorry, one minute, unless he's hurt. Is he hurt? Negative. But the Hawks need to get together defensively. Like I said, not taking anything away from the Kings. They came in, they did work. <laughs> boy, De'Aaron Fox did work. <laughs> it's a bad boy, man. Coming up next. Someone saved United for the last pit. But coming up next, 
We're going to talk about the Georgia Bulldogs and where they are in the college football playoff rankings. Because I have something to say about all the rankings. It's all going to work out, but we'll talk about it. It's a Tangent Podcast on Tangent Media. So the first rankings came out for the uh, college football playoffs, and I think they got it right for the most part. LSU and Alabama, uh, one and three respectively, they're going to play. Then we got Clemson. Then we got Notre Dame in the fourth spot with Michigan and Georgia looking in. Now, Georgia has a big game against Kentucky this weekend. At Kentucky, they're going to win that. I'm not even worried about that. I think they have a much, much better team. I'm more intrigued about the LSU-Alabama game. Number one, Alabama's getting 14 points in this game. (laughs) The line is 14 points. Two touchdowns. And I love saying two touchdowns. It's like, oh, they'll beat them by two touchdowns. Oh, but... What? Is Alabama that nice? Tua's nice. I'm just going to be Tua. I'm not going to try the last name. I'm not going to do anything like that. It's just going to be Tua. Their quarterback is nuts. Yo, how about this? Their quarterback is starting Denver. Book it. It's going to be hard. And it And it's in Death Valley? Wow, that's disrespectful. LSU is going to make it close. It's not going to be a two-touchdown game, I don't believe. I watched LSU versus Georgia. LSU molly-whopped Georgia. Molly-whopped them. It wasn't even, it wasn't even a game, really, because the defense was so damn good. And Georgia's offense is really good. DeAndre Swift, please, please. Swift? is one of the nicest backs in the damn game right now. (laughs) Please. And they shut his ass down. We're going to see what Alabama does. But wow. The the, the question that's been going around the A is can a two-loss Georgia team get into the playoff? And that's a negative. That's an absolute negative. There's no way. Have there been two lost teams in the playoff before? I believe so. But not Georgia. And it's not going to happen this year. LSU rocked you. You have to go into Kentucky, handle business. Then you're going to have to beat Alabama. Or LSU. It depends on who wins this game, really. I would love for LSU to go in there, handle business, beat Alabama. Right? Which is not an easy thing to do, obviously. And then Georgia gets their rematch. I think Georgia will win the rematch. Neutral site? Yeah. (laughs) I I think it'll happen. Jake Fromm is one of the best quarterbacks in the nation to me as far as decision-making. The running game in Georgia, we don't got to talk about it. 
There have been legends coming out of Georgia for years and years and years. If Garrison Hurst wouldn't have got hurt in the pros, he'd be legend. We don't got to talk about Terrell Davis, who couldn't even start in Georgia. Heinz Ward. There, there's, I mean, you go down the list, down the list. AJ Green, legend. Look, this kid Ridley that's playing for him right now, legendary. And let me say something. Let me uh, sidebar, 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 sidebar. I think that Calvin Ridley is more important to the Atlanta Falcons right now than Julio Jones, and here's why. Julio, yes, he gets double teamed and triple teamed, and I get that. I get that. But do you know what makes Calvin Ridley special for the Falcons? Calvin Ridley will break you off, and he's always open. Please, every single TD pass that he's caught this year, please go look at that. Because he's butt naked. You know why he's butt naked? Because number one, yes, it's Julio getting a double team, attracting attention. I get that. But one-on-one, no one's guarding Calvin Ridley. It's, he has the crispest routes in the L period Odell Beckham does run good routes for the most part for the most part but if you look at Calvin Ridley's routes and how easy it is for Matt Ryan to throw it to him you're going to understand what I just said (laughs) Julio boy I wish you would have got your money beforehand man because now they're going to try and do... I, I don't know, I don't know, man. I don't know how that whole thing's going to work out. <laughs> Honestly. He, he was, he's going to hold out. Then he came in. Arthur said he's going to take care of him. Hey, I believe Arthur, man. But they ain't know Ridley's going to be like this. Ridley's bonkers. And yes, he did get hurt. He had to stay out of the game. And Sanu had to stay out of the game. But, ooh. That, that offense, boy. They need to do something quick. As far as the Falcons are concerned. Well, yeah, you know what? I'll get into that after United. So, getting back to college football. Yes, Michigan is dangerous. Michigan has to win out, obviously. Because they have the loss. But if they win out, they beat Ohio State. They beat everyone. I mean, I really don't see it. I really don't. Here's my four. Because I think Georgia can actually do the job. But Alabama, wow. You know, I I don't even know. It's it's too early to tell. We have to see this this weekend of games. Once we see this LSU Alabama game, this Georgia Kentucky game, it'll be a lot clearer of a picture. Because Notre Dame, if they win out, they're going. If Clemson wins out, they're going. Those are the two spots, though. They love Alabama, man. It doesn't matter if Alabama has one loss, two. It doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter. They want Alabama in that playoff. Let LSU beat Alabama. It's not like Alabama hasn't uh, won the SEC and got in. They, that, that, that's already happened. Happened last year. They didn't win the SEC. So... It's too early. I think Michigan can squeak in there. 
But who's beating Clemson? They really already had their hiccup against Syracuse earlier. And they really should have lost that game. But shout out to my boy Bryce from up the street at uh, Grayson High School. Yo, buddy came in. Once Lawrence got hurt, came through. Kept the undefeated season alive. And I like Dabo Sweeney as a coach. I really do. I like his energy. Alright, I think I just figured it out. It's going to be Notre Dame, Clemson, LSU, and Michigan. Damn. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because LSU drug Georgia. They didn't just beat them. They beat the hell out of them. They beat the hell out of them. And I know it was a road game. And if they played again in the SEC championship game, it's going to be in the A. I, I know all these things. But they're, they're really good. They're really good. And that's why Alabama should be concerned this weekend. Coming up next is everyone's favorite subject and my personal favorite sport, soccer. Um, <laughs> we're going to get into Atlanta United, how they almost won the Supporter Shield. <sighs> and the playoff matchup. It's the Tangent Podcast on Tangent Media. Let me tell you something. If Atlanta United got it done in one MLS Cup, it would be the second biggest party ever. You know what the biggest party ever would have been? If they would have closed out 28-3. And if the Falcons ever win a belt, the biggest party in Atlanta is going to be on Peachtree Street downtown. I promise you. But right after that, directly after that, if these boys bring MLS Cup to the A, amazing. Let's talk about something most people aren't familiar with. Some people are. The MLS playoffs. Now, Atlanta United is going to be playing NYCFC, New York City Football Club, for those who aren't in the know. And throughout the season, they've tied. They came down here, it was 2-2. Atlanta United went up there, it was 1-1. So, pretty much, if you talk accurately, I said accurately, Aggregately, that's better. It's a tie. Away goals, home goals, okay. Actually, we have more away goals. So we would have won that aggregate. But I don't want to get into that. I'll let you look it up. Two-legged playoff series is all about the away goal, man. If you can get two away goals right now, or three, or four, it doesn't matter. Pile up whatever you can pile up against this team. New York City is a good team. I'm not. I'm not even tripping on it. It's they're, they're a really good team. They're very well organized, and you're gonna have to deal with Columbus later, or New York Red Bulls, who you've had a problem with later. So just blow them out early. Get your guys in. Get get them their rest. Let Joseph do his thing. Shout out to Joseph. Yo, a cool thing happened the other day. 
Joseph Martinez broke the MLS record for uh, goal scoring, which is the golden boot. So you're the golden boot winner. Whenever you score the most goals in any league, you usually get a golden boot because you're, you're, you're the guy. And it was, it was presented by Ender Inciarte, and they're both Venezuelan. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I really thought that was chill. Um, I just need Joseph to focus on this game right here and do what you do, buddy. Do what you do. This team is ready. This team can win a title. And Tata Martino, the manager, has already said they, they're, they're parting ways, which is fine. Tata, thank you. Thank you very much. I know the A is not Spain. It's not Barcelona. It's not. I, I get it. I get it, bro. And you've done enough here where you can get a really good job wherever the hell you want to in the world. In the world. I wouldn't be surprised if you went to Boca Juniors or some, you know what I'm saying? He could have anything he wants. The way he, everything has been developed down here and the style of play, it's going to be hard to replace that kid. What do I think Atlanta United is going to do in these playoffs? Here's what I want. Handle business against NYCFC. They're not the bogey team, though. Oh, sidebar. What's a bogey team? The bogey team is a team that you can't beat for some strange reason. Everyone has a bogey team in their fantasy league. Everyone has a bogey team, period. It's like, for some reason, I could be going hella I could be on an 18-game win streak, and then I see this sorry-ass team in front of me, and they win. That's what that. That's what a bogey team is. NYC isn't the bogey team. Columbus Crew is the bogey team. I don't know why. Columbus is just they're they're hard to beat for Atlanta. They just are. Last year during the playoffs, when they were saying save the crew. In Atlanta, I, they were motivated, and they won. And I get it, and that's not this year. This year, they almost won the Supporter Shield. Probably should have. I'm not going to get into it, but Atlanta United probably should have won the Supporter Shield. They didn't. Okay, no problem. Handle business in New York. <laughs> Go to Yankee Stadium and handle business. All right, that's all I want. I want an Atlanta team to go into Yankee Stadium and handle business. Can 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 we have one do that? Can we have one do that? Jim Layritz, can we have one do that? Can we? And then, I mean, the Columbus Crew has to go through New York Red Bulls, and we don't know what's gonna happen with that. But I want the crew. I want the crew. I, I just want the crew. I, I, I don't know how else to explain it. I watched that game last year and the penalties and the, the, the choices of the penalty takers. And I'm like, wow, there's no way we should have lost that. There's no way that the A should have lost that, man. No way. Yo, I had, I had a podcast on deck, uh, but it got 
unceremoniously deleted for some reason and I don't know if I can reproduce that content I will try I will try my damnedest uh, but I'm not gonna redo it I'm not not gonna redo it if I could, if I could get it off of this computer I will do it because there was a lot of work and I'm not gonna do it but thank you for listening shout out to the crew shout out to the bullets and bandages and thank you for listening to the Tangent Podcast. Please get at the show. Tangent Podcast on Facebook. The Real Tangent on Twitter. Tangent Takes on Twitter. Liquid Jumper on Twitter. Wow. What am I going to play this week? To close out. It's going to be grimy. I, I like to close out with grimy, grimy songs. Grimy beats. So I'm going to do it again this week. Oh, wait. Before I go anywhere else, we have something fantasy to talk about really, really quickly. I know. I've been on for like 45 minutes. I'm, I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm going to. Damn, longer than that. Anyway, what would you do if someone offered you Kawhi Leonard and Anthony Davis for Kevin Durant and Blake Griffin? I said no. Here's why. Is Kevin Durant. Of all of the players that we're talking about in that equation, there's only one MVP, two-time finals MVP, guaranteed 25 nightly, even on the Warriors who are loaded. And I get it. It's a great it's a great deal. It's a great deal. Anthony Davis is hurt. Anthony Davis has an elbow injury and I'm not dealing with it. As a fantasy as a fantasy owner, you need to look at every single deal. <laughs> oh, he has an elbow. I can't take that. Now, is Kawhi Leonard working in Toronto? Yes. I was I didn't know how he's going to come into the season. He came into the season going, ah, he's going eight ball MVG out there in Toronto. I know. I can't take that deal. Did you see what Blake's doing, by the way? <laughs> like, Blake's the sidebar of this deal. No. Blake Griffin's going bananas. He is back. Completely back. And he has a tray now. <laughs> a certified. Okay. Woo, I always went one step too far and said certified tray. Nah, you don't got a certified tray. <laughs> De'Aaron Fox just hit another three. That's it, man. Until next time, man, impress yourself. Oh, no, 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 I ain't done with that. I, I ain't off that yet. Hold on a second. The person that, that offered me this deal... I promise you, this is the best deal I've ever, 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 ever seen from this kid. And if I wasn't trying to break up Steph Curry and Durant for my team, I probably would have did it. I'm not breaking them up. I don't think I'm even trading this year on my fantasy team. I'm, I know I'm going to deal with injuries. I know I'm going to do all that. But I'm, I have the core pieces to my team. <laughs> I have John Wall backing up Steph Curry. You see what I'm saying? That doesn't happen. 
What, what are we doing right now? And I keep on hearing this Kyrie John Wall thing. Look, look. If you want to say Kyrie is better than John Wall, we can have the debate anytime you want to. John Wall can't shoot like Kyrie. Kyrie cannot go to the cup like John Wall. Kyrie does not have dimes like John Wall. But hey, we all have our choices. We all have our preferences and it's fine. But I'm going to say it right now. (laughs) You heard me say it before and you're going to hear me say it again now. John Wall is one of the top three players in the Eastern Conference. Now, we know it's Giannis. We know it's Giannis all day. And now, we have to think about Blake in there. We really do need to think about Blake in there. But I want you to look at what John Wall's doing for his team, although they have a horrible record, and I get it. But you can't blame John Wall for it, I promise. And then look at what Kyrie's doing with his with his team, which is way more loaded than the Wizards. And I want you to be honest with yourself and say, is John Wall on the level of Curry? No. But is on is John Wall on the level of Irving? Think about it. Just marry that on, soak on it right now. Already did the plugs. Already did everything. Gotta feed my boy. I'm out of here. And um, like I told you, impress yourself, man. Please. Deuces. can't believe I ended the show we're not talking about Derrick Rose man tangent hall of famer along with Anderson Silva um look man he he did he was dropping them the J was going the drive was going everything was going and I'm happy for Derrick Rose man um as far as basketball is concerned and Having the meteoric rise that Derrick Rose had, and then the the very quick fall, and ugh, I'm just happy for Kid, man. With Jimmy Butler acting the way he acted, Jeff Teague on, on some hurt stuff. I mean, it's it's a very very good look for Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is trying to get the bag next year. Derrick Rose is a free agent next year. Would I, would y'all would I like to see Derrick Rose in a Hawks uniform? Maybe. Perhaps. I wouldn't mind. I mean, when you look at the Kent Bazemore, I mean, when you look at it, Bembry, I mean, the Hawks aren't a bad team like that. They're just young. A little bit more veteran leadership. How about this? I will take Derrick Rose over Jeremy Lin. How about that? How about that? But I want to give a big-ass shout-out to Derrick Rose for the 50 ball that he just dropped on the Jazz the other night. Amazing stuff. I just watched the replay back again because I think I watched it three times. I think I teared up three times. It was awesome. 
His reaction to it after it is awesome. He said, I've been working my ass off. It was inspiring, man. All day yesterday, I just rocked my uh, Derrick Roses. The, the gray Derrick Roses. Y'all seen them. But nah, I did, I did want to put that in there. And now we out. Impress yourself, people.